And now it's time for Spreadsheets in Space! This is the AIE Podcast. This is the AIE Podcast. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the AIE Podcast, episode 137, the Die Has Been Podcast. Broadcasting from beautiful Northern California, this is Gomez. Hey, hey, party people. Joining me from only a quarter of the state away is Aludra. Hey, AIE, I think you're awesome. And coming at us from the deep south out in central Alabama is Accuzod. Greetings. This is Accuzod. As his little banner says. So <laughs> it says right there. What has been going on with you guys in the AIE verse? <laughs> <laughs> I still love that title. Yeah, Aluja, you want to go first this time? Okay, I will go first. Err. I have been doing not much of anything. <laughs> I've had a sick family to wrangle. It's like it illnesses and, and stuff keep piling up one on top of the other. It's been a very bad month over here. But Aww. I've found time to play my little low-level monk, still in the, the high 40s, low 50s, somewhere in there. I'm too tired to notice. <laughs> well, the cold uh, front coming in from the north. <laughs> <laughs> high 40s, low 50s. But uh, she's been super fun. Uh, the Mistweaver spec is completely overpowered, everybody. Just know that. I mean, when you can pull ten mobs onto you and, and defeat them all because you're healing yourself so much. Is that the Deeps spec? Okay. No, that is the, the healing, healing spec. spec. Which I did wow. not. I leveled my monk. I leveled as a tank, and everybody said, you're an idiot. Go, you should have gone healing. I went, uh, you know, <laughs> I actually have a DPS spec. I have the gear. But uh, it wasn't as fun. I couldn't pull as many moths. <laughs> wow, that's... So I went back. Yeah, the, the worst part, though, about leveling a monk and such nowadays is you do it so quickly that, well, I was in Eastern Plaguelands. I thought I'd hit my hearthstone, and I ended up down in the Cape of Stranglethorn. <laughs> <laughs> do you, like, redo wherever your thing is? Wherever you're leveling? Yes, I do. Oh, wow. So I just, I, I either do Ogremar or the Temple of Two Moons. Like, I I don't have, I would rather go back to a place <laughs> that I know is going to be useful for me. I don't ever really change it, I guess. Yeah, yeah I, I, thought I'd, I thought I'd end up over in Ogremar, actually. I don't know how it got uh, Cape of Stranglethorned on me, but it did. <laughs> yeah. I'm spoiled from playing my mage. I can always well, yeah, portal exactly. somewhere useful. Mm, that's yeah. true. With a mage, I'm even surprised that you, like, remember to set a port point at all. That <laughs> uh, I just changed it out of Oldham last week. Wow. So I I have hit, I went from, I think, 53 to 55 with my hunter. Um, Man, leatherworking starts to become a pain to level. Like, hey, we need 700,000 leather to make a belt. So it it becomes (laughs) like, it becomes like, and the problem is, is because I got two heirlooms, I'm very quickly out leveling the area that has the leather that I need. So it's like I hung around Angoro 
for a really long time, like way, mm-hmm. way longer than I actually wanted to. So, but Angaro's so full of leather, you can't pass it up. I, you can skin like <laughs> everything in that zone. So I guess the plants you can't. But yeah, I was hanging around for a really long time. Uh, also been playing some uh, Book of Heroes. Uh, there are still, uh, I will talk about a little bit later, but there are some, some things that are going to be happening. It appears that some guilds are kind of struggling and we want to make it so they're not. So, um, I, we haven't decided yet. I'm still trying to get all of the officer folks together, um, in that particular game. So, uh, wait, you know, stay tuned for information on that. Um, (laughs) but yeah, it's, uh, I, I've been, uh, I've been having fun. Um, I also, I, you know, I'm playing on the dark side as well. I've got my alliance simply because I still want to see the panda story from the the other side. Um, right. I think I'm up to 84 now, and wow, it's well. I mean, I, to be fair, I started at 80, so it's not oh. like whoa, like super super great. And I, but I Man, don't have any heirlooms so or anything. Impressed. I was all I was all super impressed and everything. You could have totally fibbed <laughs> and kept that. You know that, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's, I, but it, it was just yeah, because I, I mean, I had this character sitting fallow, like I, he wasn't even on the armory anymore because I hadn't logged into him in I think two and a half years. So because I've been playing with AIE, so uh, a friend actually still was on the server and had started a guild. So I was like, sure, you know, we'll putter in there. So up to eighty four, it's, I, I'm, I completely forgot how to play a priest. So that was interesting to be like, oh, there's a whole bunch of buttons I didn't have before. So been figuring that out. So Zod, League of Legends. League of uh, Legends. Totally, yep. I got my summoner <laughs> up to level 22, and it's uh, 30 is the max level in the game. So I'm getting close to actually starting the real game in League of Legends. Also, I uh, got to give a shout out to Xandar. You guys may remember him from Nerdtacular last year. Thanks to Aludra, he took us on a tour of the Utah Truffles uh, factory. <laughs> it was a total blast. Uh, he, uh, he does the... All Things Edible podcast, and you can tell I'm a big fan of food. So uh, I asked if I could be on the podcast. I said, sure, we'll fit you in. we we'll probably get you in, oh, April, something like that. And lucked out, he actually got me in February. So I got to to, uh, to guest on the All Things Edible podcast and had an absolute blast. He, he has too much fun talking about food for, for hours on end. Oh, yes. So, um, and the Truffle Factory, I still love that Boovie oh. literally had a hangover the following day, except he didn't actually drink anything. He just is a diabetic and shouldn't go on the Truffle Tour, it turns out. Yeah, <laughs> I can't be blamed for everybody's sugar consumption there. I can just yep. be blamed for going, hey, I'm going on a Chocolate Factory Tour. Does well, anybody else want to come? It, it, it was more of, I'm going on a Chocolate Factory Tour. We walk in the front door and there's literally eight shelves and they're like, have as much as you want. What is a bad idea? (laughs) So I think I had four and I was a little like, oh, I I shouldn't have had four because I mean, they were delicious. It's just I don't need four truffles. That's kind of the way it goes. Two is my limit. I'm sitting there on my second one going, this was a bad idea. Oh, this was a bad idea. (laughs) You guys are too skinny. I had 10. (laughs) (laughs) That's fine for you, but I was not, you know, they were just way too rich. You know, <laughs> yes, and- that that was that was the main issues. They were rich. So we have two guests patiently waiting in the wings. Perhaps we should move into AIE news. AIE news. So Book of Heroes is going to have some changes going on. It sounds like some of the guilds are struggling. A few of them are doing rather well. Nothing has been set in stone yet, but an effort is going to made be made to get folks of like mites together in the same guild. Uh, simply because we've had some people joining guilds 
Um, it's like if you had a brand new character and your eye level was one third of what everyone else's was, you wouldn't have a lot of fun because you couldn't participate in raids. So we're going to, it's logistically, it's going to be kind of a pain because there's real, no real way for us to communicate across guilds. So we're trying to still work out the logistics, but uh, watch the forums for more developments in the minor league section of the AIE forums. <laughs> the fine folks who are our guests will be going into some more things going on in that world. But the article linked to in our show notes has some great info and might help kickstart your spread ships career all the faster. I love that. Who wrote that? I, I, <laughs> I wrote that, but I took a Ludra's term. I will totally yeah, like give I, credit where credit is due. I love that. <laughs> now I need to redo the intro. <laughs> Without getting too behind the scenes, as to the mails that the officers get, we have gotten quite a few lately that are asking about realm and faction transfers. So we'd, of course, love to have more fine folks in AIE, but we strongly encourage people who aren't quite sure yet to roll a character and apply to the guild with that new tune. And then get your guy up to uh, level 10. I know, I know, it's so difficult. <laughs> I think you might have to fall over four wolves to do it. And then check us out. Say hello to folks and see if AIE is for you before you open up your bank account. So the Nerdtacular Kickstarter is now live, and I think it funded in about two hours. So I'm not <laughs> sure what crazy. percentage they're at, but he needed $12,500. It was well over fifteen the last time I looked at it. So yes. we're the, the, it's going to be a great time. Um, also, uh, on the Nerdtacular.com webpage, room rates are available. Uh, there, It's 89 bucks a night. Really good deal. Uh, make sure and use the code. And uh, that's who called me right before the show started. So I'm not sure I booked my room. So I'm hoping nothing untoward happened. But uh, hope to see everyone there. The hotel called you? Uh, a number from Utah called me. Mm. So I don't know anyone else in Utah. I'm pretty sure it wasn't Scott. So that's... <laughs> well, maybe maybe Scott called for uh, podcasting advice. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Could happen. I'm sure that's what it was. Yeah, we raved that, that much, guys. <laughs> All right, I think the next one, George Aludra. As we've mentioned in past shows, the craft fair is getting geared up to be huge, as usual. But because there are just too many posts to list, the, this link in our show notes will point to the WoW, profession, WoW Professions forum section. So go in there and take a look and see if you can't lend a hand to help out. All right, and it's now official as of five minutes ago. Breaking news. We're now opening up WoW Guild invites nonstop. No more first week of the month only. They will now be open all the time. So all those of you who are looking to join us, you still should probably roll that character, get to level 10, come jump in and uh, you know, you know, dip your toes in water and see how we are. But you'll no longer have to wait until the first week of the month in order to join AIE. So it's a free-for-all. The officers are ready to go. We're good. Totally it's crazy. Cats and dogs living together. Mass hysteria. <laughs> and uh, just just for the record, uh, this is all thanks. Uh, we decided to do this because Umami makes the invite procedure so much easier. So uh, big thanks to all of the people that, uh, that got that up and running because mm -hmm. without it, we'd still be consulting spreadsheets and uh, Google Docs, which was, oh. It was not a good scene. I'm just saying. I'm just Thank glad you, I Steve. didn't have to do the Google Docs. <laughs> oh, man. So uh, with that, we have both Hoots and Lewis joining us from the world of EVE Online. Welcome, Hoots and Lewis. 
Hi, thanks for having us. Hello. Hey, guys. How's it going? So, okay, now I have to ask, are, are you really a hoot or is that just a rumor? I, you know, I, I'm not entirely certain. But, uh, <laughs> He's a riot. Uh, that guy's a hoot. I hear. Absolutely. So uh, we wanted to, to come on and we're making a big recruitment push for AIE in space. And uh, we were hoping to pitch everybody in AIE that listens to the podcast. So uh, just to give you like an idea of what we're up to in-game, uh, as everyone, um, I hope, knows, EVE is a sandbox. So it's not like uh, uh, a raid in WoW where, you know, you stand outside the entrance and you can see everybody walk in. Everything you do in EVE is permanent and has repercussions, and you're the only one that gets to do X at this exact moment. Uh, anyway, I got off track. Well, you make your we own fun. Yes, yeah, yeah. It it really is make your own. You said stuff. it was a sandbox, and I started picturing cats. I'm like, mm, no. <laughs> well, you, you picture like we built our little sandcastle, and this group called Goonswarm is coming to kick it down, and we're trying to stop them <laughs> over and over and over. <laughs> They're gonna right, try. They, they they knock off uh, what's the thing called a battlement, and we just put it back up, and they kick it over a different one, and we put it back up, and then we go over there and we kick some of theirs down, but. Uh, <laughs> We we moved around Nullsec. We used to own this place in the like northwest called Fountain, and we moved a little south towards this place called Delve. Uh, after that big war that when I was on in July, we uh, we were just kicking off that that war, and we were recruiting new pilots for that. That ended very 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 successfully. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Hoots. Um, well, I can't was, say that word on this podcast. Yes, it was please like don't. Or, uh, <laughs> yes, family friendly, please. Yeah. <laughs> Save it for the AIE podcast after dark. But, yeah. From what I'm familiar with, we pretty much steamrolled right into Delve, and yeah. the opposition pretty much completely melted away. They they put up a fight for like a week, and they said, "Nah, forget it. We're out of here," and they left. Wow. So, uh, yeah. Um. Other thing, like I said, recruitment is still open. Please don't be scared off by test or nullsec. Test culture is not AIE culture. At the same time, there's there's a lot of integration, but we are our own little clique. So you don't you're not going to have to listen to all of that uh, uh, foul mouth. But it's not for kids. We do have an 18 and older policy. Oh, and so out of curiosity, yeah. I want to say every time we've had someone from Eve on the podcast. Mm -hmm. the first news item is they're like, we've moved. Is this a, <laughs> a, I mean, is this a relatively common? I mean, to be fair, we only have you guys on once every eight weeks ish. So, mm -hmm. I, but is, is this a fairly common thing where you're just moving to a new area of the galaxy or how does that work? Or can you, nobody put up with you guys? <laughs> no. We all smell bad. <laughs> We're on a different couch this week. Um, no, it's not that it's that common. Uh, we didn't lose Fountain. We didn't like get kicked out or anything. It's just Delve is better. So, uh, okay. Rast, Palladius, and I, we decided that, you know, let's pack everybody up and move them to a better place. Okay. So it's not, yeah. And to, to be clear, so we just, right, recently we moved to Delve, and the, the war had kind of happened, that happened back in July. Tast took over large amounts of space, and we had been living a little bit north um, up until uh, really a couple of weeks ago. And wow. that's when we all kind yeah. of packed up AIE proper. Tast still lives in the same area, but AIE is kind of centering its operations now mm -hmm. in Delve proper. 
Yeah. We wanted to get everybody involved more in the, the PvP side of EVE and away from the PvE-centric part. And our operations are all out of Delve, so we brought everybody there. We encouraged our pilots to come there. And we did that. Oh, um, I'll get ahead of myself. Sorry. Um, if you are interested in EVE, and I'll repeat this later, uh, pop over to the New Eden section of the AIE community where we shut down our, our private forums and we're there full time. Uh, ask questions. There's a thread about uh, getting into the, the corp, corporation, uh, EVE Speak for Guild. Wait, wait, wait. So, first off, you had private forums and now they're gone? Holy yeah. moves. Yes. Why, you know why? Spies. <laughs> yes. Spies are real. I will explain later. Um, <laughs> we decided that it's AIE. There's 20 of us. If they want to spy on us, good on them. <laughs> um, Which is pretty and, impressive considering how much you guys have done. Yeah. Like that there's only 20 views. <laughs> I, it, we are a. A big, a big cog and a big wheel. There's 20 of us, but there are 20 really expe uh, experienced pilots. And mm -hmm. yeah. okay. Um, but like I said, we do. We are recruiting. We do apps every other Monday. We are doing apps this coming Monday. Uh, wow is fast, but due to the background check required of an individual applicant for an Eve Corp, Eve is slow. Uh, we don't just <laughs> accept anybody. We have to check your pilot's background. Not your background, the, the character's background. Now, is uh, this true for existing members of AIE or? No, no, no. If, if, if we can link you straight back to an AIE forum name that has a little bit of history, you're in. Oh, I think okay. that's what happened with Hoots. Yeah, pretty much. I, you know, had been part of the WoW Guild since 07 or something like that. And right. then There's... I applied and boom, I was in. Yeah. There's a guy that got in last week that he was on our forums asking questions for uh, all day. And he applied that night. We got him in that night. I made an exception to the every Monday rule for him because he was really interested. So, <clears throat> sorry. But it, it's like if your character is named like Pizza Face, and you know, oh yeah, I like, tell that story. It, it, yeah, so, go ahead. We have this this crazy ex girlfriend of a corp in uh, Delve that follows <laughs> us around. Sorry, and that's they... a great start to the story. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> They they used to be in test and then they were horrible so test kicked them out and they didn't move out back to like where everybody else lives they moved to this pocket of space where it's NPC space so we couldn't go in and kick them out because they can just keep docking up into an NPC station anyway they're called pizza and they refuse to leave so they follow us around pizza the hunt. Uh, the Confederation of X Pizza X. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because every good Eve Corp needs an X in the name. Um, okay. <laughs> I, 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 they all do it. And there's a dot it's too. like extreme and awesome. Yeah. There, actually, there used to be a, a alliance called Legion of XX Death XX. I don't know why. Wow. They just were there. Because Legion of Death was taken, and so was Legion of Dex, Death X. So, you know, they're just... That's possible. <laughs> Legion of x <-lax. laughs> But, uh, so anyway, they follow us around, and they do this thing called AWOXing, which is named for an old Eve character, where they put a character into your corporation so that they appear as friendly in-game, and then you'll be out doing some... Uh, uh, PVE activity like ratting or mining or something and your friend shows up in local and starts talking to you and then he warps to you 
and then he warp scrambles you, which keeps you from running away. And then he calls all of his pizza buddies in, and they kill you. It's called awoxing. So one of the but reasons you said they were friends, but they're that's not. not what friends do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but they're not. They're very, very mean people. Um, I forgot where I was. Well, so we had this character. What his name was? Pizza face. Domino's Papa John's. Yeah, yeah there it is. <laughs> and he applied to the corp and got in. Yep. Well, so. not our corp. He applied to another corp in yep. our alliance, and I like, yeah, pretty much he got in and That's started awesome. killing people. And shocker, someone. I know. Yeah. And it, it it was like, how do you people not see this coming? To apply the two brain cells you have left from college. And rub them together. Well, come on. Come up with His pizza. name was Domino's Papa Domino's John's. Papa John's. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> come on. And, and his, his character portrait was just of like this dude, like looking off the screen, like going like, or something really wacky. And I know that's that's great for for podcasts, but just this crazy eye. They can watch the video later. It's fine. Oh, right. <laughs> um, but crazy eyed, like just side glance. It was right. it's pretty funny. Speaking of crazy eyes, who'd your owl? Is staring into my soul. <laughs> oh wow! I just now noticed it. Wow. Now that you the, the now mentioned it, you will not <laughs> in the corner. You will not unsee yep. it now. <laughs> I can't stop looking it's at staring it. at me. I'm glad we don't use video. <laughs> <laughs> I die. Uh, so because we are doing a big uh, recruitment push, we put into a, a place uh, two programs for new members and members in general. Uh, the first is a mentor program. So if you're a brand new pilot to EVE, when you join up, you can ask for a mentor. And one of the AIE officers or a member will volunteer and become your mentor. So uh, we have Jabber, so you can ask ask them. Yes, Accuzad. Oh. <laughs> ask them anything you want. Um, or, you know, we'll teach you how to, to salvage rat, uh, take you out and teach you the basics of PvP all in a one-on-one -on -one format so that the big crushing giant 13,000 member test alliance doesn't consume you like a student at a giant state school. Wow. We'll teach you. <laughs> There's 13,000 people in the test alliance? Wow. Uh, I think there were 12,500 at last count at the census. Wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's really that's large. <laughs> it's not 13,000 butts in seats. It's 13,000 characters. Well, yeah, I mean, it's the same with AIE. Wow. It's like we have, you know, 8,000, 8,500 some odd characters. And, but that's probably translates to 5,500 people or so. So right. yes, we completely understand like that mechanic. Right. And that's how we steamrolled AAA in the summer because we could have 8,000 people in system and they had 800. Oh, we win. <laughs> yeah. The order of magnitude wars always, always usually yeah. ends up with a uh, victory. Yeah. They, they yeah. call us dirty blobbers. Uh, yeah. What? <laughs> the blob, you know. Oh. They, they, they did what? They call us dirty blobbers. Oh, because our we, enemies. Because we yeah. have so many pilots. Just, hey, sorry. Way Don't to be friends. jealous, guys. <laughs> wow. We just told Come them. join us. <laughs> That's what happened, actually. There was a, a <laughs> alliance in Delve called the Wall Trippers, and they were the only people that would actually fight us, so we recruited them instead. <laughs> That's awesome. You put yeah. up a good fight. Hey, come on in. <laughs> yeah, you, you don't have to move. You can just go blue. So uh, oh, the yes. other new program is for everybody, not just 
uh, new bros, but members as well. Uh, we passed the Lend Least Act of 2013. So if you don't, yeah, the, thank you, thank Gomez got that joke. Wow, nobody else gets it. Um, if you if a strat op goes up or a strategic operation goes up and you don't have the ship for it, the corp has bought ships for our members' use. So if you know. If it's a, a, a meat grinder operation, you're going to lose ships. Just here, take one. Just go. Join the fleet. Get involved. Kill, kill a couple people before you die. It's right. great. <laughs> Make sure you insure the ship and then give us all the money back. You know? <laughs> yeah. But the, the more you participate in fleet operations, the more likely you are to stay in EVE and the more, the more useful you are to us as a corp. So. And... With that, I want to welcome one of our new members and ask him what his first couple of months have been like in AIE. So it's been, yeah, I think it's literally been about two months since I moved out to Nullsack. Before then, we were in the, now, uh, we have Taxel, which was kind of our high sack operation. That's been put on mothballs uh, for the time being. Just, we kind of merged both the corps together just to kind of boost Wow, first the forums, now now this other thing? You guys are just cutting things out of Eve, left, right, just center, Always huh? moving. Yeah. And, and Taxel itself still exists. Um, I think there are still a few, like, high sack miners that play, uh, and I, I'm not, I admittedly, I'm not really in contact with them very much, but, yeah, so me and a couple other people moved out to uh, Nullsack, and the first thing I learned, it's when you're in test space and surrounded by people who are part of your alliance, it's not actually all that necessarily much more dangerous than uh, high security space. Uh, it's certainly, I think, probably in some instances a lot safer than, say, low security space where no one except really terrible pirates live. Uh, he means bad I, pilots, not bad people. They're just awful. Uh, well, okay, that too. <laughs> so that was kind of the first thing that really struck me is yes it's it's dangerous space and yes anyone can shoot you at any time with no repercussion but there's this because you're in specifically with test such a big alliance it's it's relatively safe until uh a member of goon swarm comes up and says hello and then blaps your ship um which happened to me a couple of weeks ago i was out shooting NPC uh, pirates um, called ratting just to make some some isk uh, and uh, I was using this banana shaped ship uh, called an or called an oracle and what basically I did I kind of my first jump into the couple of systems where I was going to rat I jumped through the gates I wasn't really paying attention to uh, we have intel channels that'll report whether or not enemies are in system. And I wasn't really paying any attention to that. So I hopped through the gate and, oh, hey, there are goons on the gate. Oh, hi, I'm in a, a ship fit not to fight goons or not to fight players. So I got blapped. And just <laughs> yeah, and, and, and look, my, my, my ship uh, frequency says that I'm a member that, oh, I'm dead. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> So, so that was great. And so I was like, all right, I'll build another ship. I'll go to a different system and rat there. That'll be fine. So this time I checked the Intel channels. 
Um, and I was like, okay, it looks like no one, no enemies are in these systems. Um, we even have this lovely little map that we can check. And I checked the map, and I was like, nothing's right here. The systems are clear. Great. And I hopped through one gate, and then I hopped through the next gate, and there were goons on gate. And <laughs> I lost my second ship in And thus was born the Lend-Lease program. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, that was what, yeah. Yay so, insurance! all his ships. Yep, yay insurance, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that's, so sometimes you'll run into circumstances like that, uh, is you do have, you have to be a little careful around gates, and you do have to check intel maps. Uh, other than that, test support, test support, uh, is really interesting and really good. They offer uh, this program, and especially for anyone that's looking to join AIE, um, there's this little program called te uh, Test Free. So Test Proper, aside from what AIE is doing with our Lend and Lease program, will loan out... Uh, give. It's just a or, yeah, Actually, just straight out give uh, ships to... Uh, specifically newbies, but really to anyone that wants them. Um, they're all... I won't even say lower skilled ships, but ships that you can get into really quickly and also serve kind of important functions in a fleet like tackling and making sure enemies can't run away. And uh, they even give out uh, logistics or space priest ships um, and that sort of thing. And that's a really nice program and was kind of really nice when I first moved out to Nullsec with no assets of, I want to join this fleet, but I maybe can't afford to be building ships all the time. I could just ask test free, hey, can I have a ship? And sure, absolutely, have the ship. We want you to fly in our fleets. Um, the other thing that AIE specifically, we tend to like, we have our own resources, so we have in-game, obviously, the corp chat, but then a lot of us are usually on Jabber, or I'll usually hang around in Vent, and then Mumble is another channel. Oh, yeah. Um, yep, we're all kind of hanging around, and if anyone ever needs anything, just feel free to ask, and it's a, it's a really great resource for, for new players and new pilots. Uh, and that well, and also like if you happen to be playing Eve, it it, it so behooves you to be on oh, those channels absolutely. because it turns out voice is way faster at communicating things than typing. So for for <laughs> this sort of game, scrambling people, getting them going, yes, way way better idea yeah. to uh, to to be active in the the resources outside of the game because those can enhance your experience in the game as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and for, for fleet ops, it's it's almost kind of mandatory that you be on some sort of comms just so that you have an idea of what's going on because things so move so quickly. Eve is a terrible single player game. And like absolutely. any MMO, it's awful to play single by yourself. Yeah, having and... alpha and beta tested it, I completely agree with this sentiment. <laughs> I, I still have my original Eve online Whoa. box from that's awesome way back in the day like yeah because one of my friends wait, actually wait, was the producer that thing. so no, no, i think he's uh he's, he said he's gonna give it away one of the podcasts no i'm not no mine <laughs> you sure I, I think you said that i think i heard that so yeah this is this is uh done. this is a, a gift from a friend who was actually the producer so it, it was nice. uh he uh he was like, oh, hey, no, I'm giving these to all of my friends. Please come play this game. So I, I sadly never did. But I, I, you guys, 
every time the Eve people are on here, I'm like, I don't have time to play another game. Great. The and great yet, thing about Eve Online is you don't have to log in to yeah, play. Hush you. <laughs> <laughs> that's not that's not true. <laughs> well, you have to log in now and again, but you can actually be yeah. leveling up while you're not playing. Yes. Which is exactly. oh, that kills me. It kills me, people. I know. <laughs> Actually, I make my money by not even logging in. So, wow! <laughs> I have created. Now, a how do you do that? Planetary interaction, right, Lewis? Yep. Okay, yeah. I just created uh, and just bought a second account just to explicitly make that a planetary interaction account. Yep. All right now, what exactly is that? It's you basically in you can train a certain subset of skills to collect certain resources on on the planets in Eve, and then take those resources that you collect, put them into factories on those planets, and turn them into other resources, which oh, wow. you then sell for money. So it's crafting, basically. Uh, you, actually, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. or gathering. It's a, it's a separate type of crafting other than your standard. So now, how do you do that if you're not online? It runs the planet extractors and the the factories run twenty four seven. Oh, okay. So you just set it up and then you log off and they just sit there and make money for you. Yep. Yep. So, so it's like a moisture farm. <laughs> if you're looking for yeah. a Star Wars term. It, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, sorry, that was super nerdy. We can we can move on. <laughs> she wasn't a Dune reference. <laughs> no. Moisture farmer. No, dude. No, that's totally oh, Star those, Wars, dude. Those were still suits. Sorry, totally yes. different thing. Yeah, and they had moisture farms and. Oh my god, I'm sorry. Go. <laughs> <Water>. <laughs> Look what I did. Oh, you brought out the inner nerd. <laughs> all, all right. Do we want to talk about uh, our our lovely kill mail loss, or do we want to talk about the Battle of Azakai? No, no, no. Tell them about the Matani.com. Oh, the Matani.com. That's right. As as a plug, um, I am a occasional staff writer for this website uh the matani.com which is a it's an eve news website and basically what i do is i write articles i'll do battle reports i'll do book reviews i'll do um i think i just put up an article about frog fractions and how it relates to eve which by the way is an amazing game you should play it <laughs> that was a basic <laughs> plug for that um that was subtle nice that, yeah, mm -hmm. but I, so, and it's been real interesting just to have players from all different assets of EVE kind of, we all hang out in the same Jabber channel and talk about news articles and what's what's happening in the EVE universe. And that itself has been kind of a real interesting experience just as a relatively new player out to Nullsec. And uh, again, if you're interested in Eve and Eve News, the Matani.com, great website. And then we talk about other things besides Eve and so on and so forth. So that's just what I've been doing, kind of on the side, and it's been an interesting experience. Yeah, it makes me want to play Planet Side too, actually. Yep, that website does. Oh yeah, I love Planet Side One. That was a, that game was great. Yeah, haven't tried two yet. Okay. No time. Yeah, me, me neither. <laughs> I have a one-year-old. <laughs> you're lucky I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> have you slept recently? <laughs> Because Aludra uh, hasn't, yeah. and she has oh, way no. older than a one-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> well, mine gave me the plague last week, so. Oh wow, that's always yeah, nice. My voice. So mine caught the plague. I, I do see. I don't want to mention it, but it says you guys have a top secret project. So well, I am going to mention it. <laughs> I, you know what? I have a top secret secret project. Uh, Stu and I. This is. Oh um, no! Yeah, I don't think Lewis even knows anything about it. Um, <laughs> it's just 
I'll put out a plug. Uh, Stu and I and maybe some other people have a top secret project going on. Um, nothing to announce yet, though, so just keep tuned to the community and to the forums, and maybe in the next couple of days and next couple of weeks, we'll uh, announce something. Is this, I think uh, you know what this is about. Is this a thing <laughs> that it reminds with Og Blast? It maybe okay. That I, yeah. I did get an email about this today, so yes, okay. I am very curious to see where this leads. So stay tuned, folks. Stay tuned. You heard it yeah. here. Stay tuned. All right, you're gonna tell me about that hoots because okay, <laughs> I will absolutely. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. All right, so uh, wanted to relay a couple stories from uh, members that are kind of awesome. Uh, so Sam Samil. I guess that's how you say his forum name. He's the on the AA forums. He lost 1.8 billion S last week, uh, two days ago. So <laughs> I was reading. I'm like, does that say billion? That does say yeah. billion. Oh, yeah. that's no good. <laughs> he lost 1.8 billion. Uh, billion with a B. That is. Hang on, let me do math. One eight zero 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 zero. Uh huh. That's uh -huh. like what about forty dollars? Two plexes. Uh, four plexes actually. It's four plexes. Okay. Eighty dollars. Oh. Well, it, 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 let me tell you. Depending this. on the price of plexes. So, Tess does this thing called Secret Santa, and you know, you all know what Secret Santa is. You throw your names in the hat, you you each draw, and then the the person gives a list of gifts for that they'd like for Christmas. And Samil was lucky enough to draw one of the richest members of Tess. I'm <laughs> sorry, to be drawn by one of the richest members of Tess. So on his list, he put things like uh, fit noob ships, which are the ships that the server gives you whenever you lose your, your ship in combat. It's, it's worthless. It's barely even, it's not even better than a shuttle. Uh, he, so he noob ships to shiny tier three cruisers, which are awesome and expensive. And then his big gift was a Blap Dreadnought. Uh, Blap means uh, it's a, dread, a dreadnought that can uh, one-shot battleships off the field. Ordinarily, wow. you can't even track it. Um, so a dreadnought is the, the class of ship between battleship and titan, which is the biggest. Uh, so he was fortunate enough to get one of the richest guys in test. And so, of course, he got a dreadnought for Christmas, which wow. is awesome. And, and... He got a Plex, which is the the thing that you can buy and sell for real money and in-game money. Mm -hmm. One of them. It's worth a, a month of game time. Retails for about $20. Uh, he, he was given a Plex to fit the ship with. It, with, But it came with a caveat. He had to lose the ship in some ridiculous manner. Wow. So this so, is totally a Brewster's Millions thing. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like, you can have exactly. this amount, but we're... Wow, that just dated me, didn't it? <laughs> no, but it got yeah. it it dated us because we yeah we all recognized <laughs> it too. So, so he was originally going to fit it with uh, these giant battleship-sized missile launchers that fire battleship-sized missiles. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, they're huge. Like you, you can actually they have a model in game when they fire. It's kind of awesome. Wow. Um, but after he worked around with it, he couldn't really get his blap dreadnought to work because of game mechanics. So instead, he put uh, snowball launchers on it. And it's exactly what it sounds like from WoW. It's a module on a ship that fires a snowball that we were given as a Christmas gift from CCP. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> wow. 
you put three of those on there, and those actually are expensive because they're so rare. They were a spawned item that everyone that was logged in on Christmas Day got. It wasn't like you can go buy these on the market. It's really oh, expensive. Wow. Yeah. Um, and then, so he fits this thing with snowball launchers. He waits for Goom Swarm and Black Legion to come camp our, our deployment station, and then he undocks it into their fleet. It was like 50. <laughs> it was like 200 guys. And he does this thing called sieging. Well, when your dreadnought sieges, you're immobile for five minutes. Uh, your tank, your, uh, your defense abilities go way up, and so does your offense. But you can't go anywhere for five minutes. So he's at the complete mercy of this enemy fleet on the undock of our station, just waiting to get killed. Like, come on, guys, I'm shooting snowballs at you, and you can't kill me. <laughs> so, so it's more of a humiliation minutes. sort of thing. You're like, oh, does this bug you? Does this bug you? Exactly. <laughs> does this bug you? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, he, so like I said, Siege lasts for five minutes. Four minutes and 50 seconds later, he dies. Oh. He's 10 seconds away from docking back up. But perfect. He needed to lose the ship. Exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. Because he did it and because he fulfilled his, you know, you can have this, this Brewster's Millions thing, uh, he got the insurance payout and wound up making uh, 1.1 billion isk. Oh, wow. <laughs> the Black Legion fleet that killed him actually donated him the last million. Nice. Like yeah. <laughs> Because yep. because it, it was a fun time for them, they got to exactly. just hammer at this guy for that. <laughs> that's minutes. really really awesome. Yeah, you know, on our undock, just waiting for our entire group of guys that are docked up, laughing at him to undock and kill them. But no, they stuck it out. Um, wow, that is just awesome. Yeah, he says, uh, "quote I would have to rate the entire experience in my top five favorite Eve moments. Not quite topping Eve's first independent Titan kill." Or the massacre of K6, uh, which is the battle where the station got its name, uh, K16 AAA Supercaps. They were idiots and died on our own dock. <laughs> so, so that is the story of his giant lost mail and the oh fun God. you can have in test. He's not an old pilot. He's he's baby been in game for nine months and he wow he, yeah he he got lucky. He hit the lottery on the Secret Santa project, but still. Right. Like, he, he figured out a way to make it really cool. I'm going to put snowball launchers on this thing and go into the middle of the enemy fleet and not move for five minutes. So, right. like, <laughs> that, that that's noble. This, that, you know, that makes for a good story. Right. Yeah. Just talk for five minutes and there you go. Uh, the other thing you've all probably actually heard about that I want to talk about was uh, the Battle of Asakai. And Did you hear about this? When he was last on... Um, talking about Rift. I think he briefly kind of mentioned it before he talked about Rift. Yes. Um, yep, that big Battle of Azakai uh, that happened a couple days before he was on. Um, so, oh, what ended up happening? It was, and I know he explained a lot about why it happened, but I think the final death toll, uh, just in dollars amount that was lost, was over $20,000. Oh. And this is actual wow. money, folks. No, 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 well, no, 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 no. It can be game in-game losses can be quantified into actual money. There, there is Nobody actually conversion. paid for it, yes. but you right. could have sold everything for this amount. Goon Swarm lost eight hundred and thirty-four billion isk in about three hours, which translates into thirty-three thousand mm -hmm. dollars. 
Now, don't let it fool you. They replaced it with in-game assets. They don't actually go out and buy thirty-three thousand dollars in Plex. It didn't. Nobody's credit card got charged. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, what did you buy? Yeah, you're not telling that to your wife. Oh dear. Oh, right. You need to refinance the house. And it was all because one guy. So there's a ship called a Titan, right? Mm-hmm. And the Titan serves a, a couple different functions. It's a giant offensive platform. You ain't killing it with with subcaps usually, subcapital ships. Uh, you're gonna have to come at me with capital ships, <laughs> um, which are themselves expensive. And eventually, what we did, anyway, it has. So in the game, right? There's two star systems are connected by gates. Okay, and these gates are are static. One gate connects two star systems. Um, a Titan, on the other hand, and every capital ship has the ability to use the Battlestar Galactica jump drive okay. to make its own gate for itself. Or a Titan can has this thing called a bridge where he can make a temporary gate. Okay. Oh, so, so other what, people can actually use it. Right. Yes. Okay. Right. So there's oh, this cool. fortunate way that the UI in EVE is set up for creating a bridge for other people to use and for you yourself jumping into another system. The buttons for both of those are right next to one. <laughs> oh man, I know where this is going. <laughs> so DBRB, the, the big red boat, is the pilot that started the whole mess. He was trying to bridge some friends onto uh, a fight and he misclicked and click jump. So now oh. his, his giant 40 billion isk is ship gone. Is gone. Oh, it's, it's in the middle of this enemy fleet, and all the support that he was going to bring with him is back where he started. Wow. Oh my so they just got right. wiped out. No, 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 no. They're, they're just sitting there going, Where'd my ride go, bro? <laughs> wow. Um, and instead of just shrugging and accepting his incoming loss mail, he was the goon swarm capital super like uh chief fleet commander dude mm-hmm. and so he summoned all of the other goon swarm titan super carrier pilots to help him pretty much over goon swarm jabber oh my god all oh hands on deck get here yeah. now get here. saved by ship yeah. all of them every last single one of them oh logged into this system and so like i said earlier eve has a very active metagame there's spies everywhere CFC is probably listening to our podcast because they heard an AIU officer would be on today. <laughs> Hi, Goon. Hi. Exactly. Hi, Goonies. Hey, spies. Oh, so man, when DBRB awesome. pinged all of his Titan pilots, all the spies got word of it, and every everybody in EVE got the word out five minutes later that the entire CFC capital fleet was in one system. And so 3,000 pilots headed to Asakai. To get to kill as much goon as they could. Wow. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah. Um, I just lost my place in my notes. Cut this, Gomoso. Cut this. I well, I I, I can quickly bridge this. Um, <laughs> it, it. it looks like normally when they're going to have a big operation, you would actually inform the company that you're going yeah. to be doing this big operation, and then they can move that system onto beefier hardware. That didn't happen. Yeah. Right. <laughs> So this thing called time dilation kicks in, which is a game mechanic for large fleets um, where we hit 10% tie dye, which means that for every 10 seconds in a neighboring system, only one second of game time elapses in the system under tie dye. You follow? 
So if your yeah. if your guns Slide take, show. huh? Slideshows. Exactly. <laughs> it's organized lag, really. It's fair lag for everybody. But that let every pilot in New Eden make it to the system in time to get in on all these kill mails. Oh. So it's like that scene in Matrix where he like leans back in slow motion. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I've never seen anyone well, move that fast. You move like them. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, so in the end of the day, because all of EVE descended on this one system to kill as many goons as they could, they lost three Titans at about $50 billion each. Five super carriers wow. at about twenty billion each, forty-five dreadnoughts at one point eight each, <laughs> and twenty-two carriers at uh, what was it? Uh, my carriers one point five. So at the end, eight hundred thirty-four billion isk, thirty-three thousand oh, wow. dollars, because one guy misclicked and made it back. <laughs> that. Dad that to me cool. is so awesome that he was I, as soon as he clicked that I bet all of the color drained from his face <laughs> like his hands started shaking it, it was just not a good scene for, no, for that, his that end of the internet <laughs> <laughs> so that is the kind of things that we do in EVE so wow. we really take a 21 day trial come to our, our section of the forums just come check it out. Is, is there a Mac client yet? Yeah, there's been a Mac client for oh, years. Man, I hate oh, you guys. See, why ask questions you don't want the answer to? <laughs> why? Why would you ask that? You know, and, you I mean, don't I have a gaming PC, and that's what I use to play games normally. But the Mac is so much more convenient because it's a laptop, and I can you know move it from place to place. But yep. it's like every time you guys are on here, it's like. Uh, I just I don't have the 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 money to devote to yet another MMO. Well, that's the great thing about Eve. If you play it enough, you can earn enough in-game money to buy a Plex from somebody else. But that's and time and money, which <laughs> is like, you can have time, money, fun. Choose any two. Like those are that. That's that's the way things go. But oh man, yeah. that's yeah. You you guys make for a compelling argument. Certainly, mm -hmm. certainly. Take a twenty-one day trial. I I'm I'm tempted. I am tempted. Did, can, can I install off my off my CDs, or do I need to? Uh, do I need to download? I would probably uh, download. download the <laughs> I download. Yeah. How many freaking I, patches have yeah. happened? Oh, I, I was trying to find a date on this. It's. I think it's two thousand. So like wow. thirteen years patches. old. Yeah, it'd probably be a few patches. That uh, <laughs> just a couple behind. Oh man. So did you I guys have? Anything else to add? I know this was this was great. It, uh, once again, you guys are making me want to play Eve. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to add? Not for me, no. I was gonna say I'm I'm pretty good. I think that sums up a lot of our recent activity. Okay, cool. The owl. Nice. <laughs> the owl. The owl <laughs> stares the at owl. us. The owl. owl stares. You, you'll have to watch the video stream, folks, if you if yes. you want to know what the heck we're talking about. So that's our show for this evening. We want to thank both uh, Hoots and Wow. I am totally Lewis. spacing. I apologize, Lewis. Yes, Hoots and Lewis. Sorry, he has an owl. It's easier for me to remember Hoots. Uh, so. Uh, uh, for adding some great commentary to the show, next week we'll be talking to the members of Aludra. Oh, you caught me. You caught me out. Because it says game. That's yeah, that's not helpful for me. World of Warcraft. <laughs> okay, we think it's World of Warcraft. So It is World of Warcraft. Okay, join us then. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. I totally <laughs> missed that. But stay tuned, as we've got some great AIE member segments coming right up, including Ask Miss Mulgra, Architect Mailbag, 
No, our chat mailbag. Wow, guys. It's a new I segment. New yes. segment. Ooh, new segment. Yay. Yes. Overly dramatic news, epic diapers, mega minute, hailing frequencies, AIE raid wrap-up, and Hunter Talk. Awesome. But first, if you need to reach us, our email address is podcast at aie-guild.org. Our Twitter handles, uh, the podcast is at AIE Podcast. Gomez is at Show Not Found. I am at Accuzad, and Aludra is at Aludra underscore AIE. Uh, Hoots Lewis, do you guys have uh, Twitter handles you want to throw out there? The best way to get a hold of me is going to be the AIE forums. I obsessively re- hit F5 on that. Okay. <laughs> I do as well, so I completely understand. <laughs> okay. And then for me, I actually have uh, AIE Hoots uh, at Twitter. Is it is AIE an underscore Hoots or just AIE Hoots? Nope, just one word, AIE Hoots. Okay. All right. And if you want to watch us do our show live, come to our website at www.theaiepodcast.com. And if you miss a show, you can always catch us on YouTube under the YouTube channel, The AIE Podcast. Thanks, guys. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you. Congratulations on being a member of AIE, one of the largest and most fantastic gaming communities on the planet. Now, because AIE is so large, there is a very good chance that one of your fellow members may be living right next door. What if I told you there was a place where all of the information pertinent to you could be accessed in one easy-to-navigate website? A one-stop shop to organize meetups for BlizzCon, DragonCon, Nerdtacular, or even a small get-together at the local pub. Go to www.meetup.com slash alea-eocta dash est dash gaming dash community and register put in your location and you'll have access to all of the latest events that aie has to offer that's www.meetup.com slash alea dash eocta dash est dash gaming dash community aie where all the nice people on the internet are And welcome to Ask Miss Melgra, your source on matters of etiquette in Azeroth. Today's question is, how do you spell your name? How do I spell my name? First, I get a pencil and I sharpen it to a fine calligraphic point. Next, I look for a nice new piece of parchment. Finding none... I decide to visit the inscriptionist. I saddle my wog, but the saddle blanket is very dirty, so I decide to wash it. However, I am out of laundry soap, so I must ride my wog to the general store. Uh, wait, I can't saddle him yet. Uh, so next I have to... Uh, uh, what was the question? I am Miss Mulgrave. And that is my advice. Oh, oh my gosh. Follow at Miss Mulgra on Twitter or listen to previous episodes at MissMulgra.com. Thanks to Night Elf Druid Salira for this week's question. Hi, this is Van Flick. And this is Apollos. Let's see what's in the Archit Mailbag. The Archit Mailbag is where you send us questions and we try to answer them. And we have a question from old Roger Sorrell. He asks... 
What profession should I start with? Roger, that's a great question. There are 10 professions in Lotro, and you can choose a group of three. Professions are grouped into vocations that require those professions. For example, an armorer vocation can prospect for ore, smith it, refine it, and then craft for all three types of armor, light, medium, and heavy. Some recipes require materials that are not possible to create, and so you must find someone that can make them. For example, the armorer can make light and medium armor, but they require leather, which the forester will cure from hides. If this is your first character, I would choose an explorer vocation, which includes the prospector for ore and the forester for wood. You can sell the materials on an auction house or provide materials for friends or alts. Let's take the next letter. This one comes from Graham. What are deeds? Deeds are special tasks that can give you a reward when you have discovered different places on a map or slayed a certain amount of different monsters or use a skill a certain amount of time. There are many kinds of deeds, way too much to go in details here. And rewards will sometimes be turbine points for purchases on the Lotro store. Sometimes it would be titles like Hapolus, Enemy of the Giants. Sometimes will give you skills, items, or traits. What are traits, you say? Well, that shall be the subject of another segment of the Archit Mailbag. Until next time, if you'd like to send us a question, look on the AIE Middle Earth section of the forums. Goodbye. Goodbye. Well-known warlock has bad add-on day. It's the Overly Dramatic News. I'm Hunts the Wind. There are many celebrities who play Warcraft, but just because you're famous doesn't mean you can't fall victim to a buggy add-on. Case in point, popular Warner Brothers personality Marvin the Martian. He was raiding recently on his destruction warlock Dead Duck when his Summon Infernal spell completely failed, leading to his team wiping a short time later. ODN has obtained a recording of the team's Ventrilo server after the wipe. Here is Marvin's reaction to the failed spell. Where was the kaboom? There was supposed to be an Azeroth-shattering kaboom! It wasn't until later that day that the alien discovered the reason his spell went so horribly wrong. He had recently installed the Apple Maps targeting add-on, which had interpreted his mouse-click coordinates as latitude and longitude here on Earth. Instead of crashing down in Kunlai Summit, the Infernal found itself streaking through the sky over central Russia. Unlike Marvin, the Infernal was aware of how buggy Apple's add-on was, and its last transmission back to the Twisting Nether before exploding was reportedly a resigned, oh no, not again. Marvin was not pleased that the defective add-on had been released without sufficient testing. In a letter to Apple, he demanded that his repair costs be reimbursed, and said that the whole episode made him angry, very angry. Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind. Epic Diapers. Disclosure, this is not a QQ session. I do have fun raiding, acquiring gear, and rep on my main, but I also had fun doing it on my alts. My main was always better geared than my alts, but that gap was much narrower than it is today in Mists of Pandaria. While I understand the philosophy of how Blizzard is handling alts and mop, I personally enjoyed my alts more in Wrath and Cataclysm. Now, I can barely log into an alt because of the time it takes to grind rep farm and raid on my main and the fact that i know that i can't level more than 30 minutes a week on any given alt we're not even talking about touching pet battles or going on transmog runs after five months in cataclysm i had seven level 85s with about the same amount of playing time as i have today which is about six to ten hours a week after five months in mop i have 190 and those other six alts are still sitting at level 85 
I just haven't been able to touch them. As someone with limited playing time, I long for the days that I could quickly gear up an alt and experience a raid from a caster or healer point of view, considering I'm a melee DPS currently. However, it's not keeping me from enjoying this game, and it's not a major complaint, just a disappointment, really. I still thoroughly enjoy Miss of Pandaria on my main as my main dish, but I do miss all of the alt sides that I used to be able to enjoy. You can follow me at Epic Diapers or check out my blog at EpicDiapers.com. And remember, it's hard to balance the pew-pew with the poo-poo. Welcome back to another Mega Minute with Mega Code, a mini-cast on all things Holy Paladin. This week I give a brief synopsis on the Grand Empress encounter. From the Heart of Fear raid, we use two tanks and three healers for this three-phase fight. Phase 1 centers around controlling the damage from the dissonance fields, Sonic Discharge, while healing the raid and person carrying the Cry of Terror in and out of the dissonance field. I beacon one tank while healing both tanks using Eternal Flames. I try and keep as many Eternal Flames up as possible on those raid members taking most damage. Now the person carrying Cry of Terror into the dissonance field can't get healed, but specking into Clemency will allow you to throw a hand of protection or two out their way to help with some of the damage. When they run out of the field at about 50% health, I top them up using Divine Lights. During times of Sonic Discharge, I help heal the raid using my healing cooldowns and my AoE heals, Holy Radiance, Daybreak Holy Shocks, and Light of Dawns. When Phase 2 begins, Grand Empress takes herself out of the loop and we have multiple adds to contend with. With the exception of the two tanks and melee who are contending with the adds away from the raid, range and heals group up on the right marker in the middle. This allows us to drop sticky resins in one spot and heal through it. With Beacon on one tank, I blanket as many players in the raid as I can and use Hand of Sacrifice on tanks when their health starts to dip for damage mitigation. Once an Amber Trap has been formed, we all group up over onto the left marker to drop sticky resins, thus forming a second Amber Trap. When grouped up, Light's Hammer comes in really handy for some nice AoE heals. Another thing to be mindful for is when a Windblade fixates onto you, simply kite it away from the group and Amber Traps. At 30% health, Grand Empress goes into Phase 3, which is a burn phase. We all group up right behind Grand Empress. With one tank beacon, I pretty much go into major AoE healing mode using Holy Radiance and Light of Dawns while dropping Light's Hammer. I also continue to rotate through my healing cooldowns. When Grand Empress casts Consuming Tear in your direction, move through her to avoid it. Those affected by Visions of Demise need to move out of the raid so as not to affect others and await being dispelled. So I hope this helps out and good luck. If you're on Twitter, come follow me at FFPMMark with a C or check out my blog page at HealingSpec.com. Hi, I'm Captain Hunter from AIE and Star Trek Online, and Halo frequencies are open. In fleet news, Starbase construction has been given a boost with the recent changes to fleet marks put in place after a recent patch. You can now earn even more fleet marks by doing regular fleet missions, as well as additional fleet marks in Omega and Romulus faction missions. This increase in fleet marks hopefully means that marks will no longer be the bottleneck they previously were to Starbase project completion. For this week's gameplay tips, I'll cover some of the basics of ship weapons. Tip number one, to set your weapons to auto-fire, that is, continually fire at a single target until dead or the target is switched, right-click on the weapon icons in your tool tray. A green outline indicates that the weapon has been set for auto-fire. Tip number two, 
Choose a single energy type for your ship's primary weapons, such as phaser, polaron, disruptor, etc. You can mix and match weapon types like beams, turrets, and cannons, but make sure they're all the same energy type. This allows you to add tactical consoles that'll boost the damage done by a single energy type. This is more efficient than consoles that boost the damage done by a specific type of weapon, such as only boosting beams or cannons. And since benefits stack with multiple consoles, you'll get an increasing benefit to a single energy type by not mixing and matching. Each energy type does essentially the same base damage, but each has a base 2.5% chance for a special proc. Phasers can disable a random subsystem like shields or engines. Disruptors can add a damage resistance debuff. Plasma can add a non-stacking damage over time debuff. Polaron can reduce an enemy's subsystem power levels. Tetrion can deal additional damage to shields. And Antiproton can add 20% crit severity. So pick what works best with your playstyle and then stock up on that type to maximize your damage output. This has been Captain Hunter with your AIE STO update, and remember, set phasers for a general malaise. This is Six, here to bring you the progress, recruitment, and achievements for Aliyah Iakta Est co-guild raid teams. A. Noogie Nights is now 8 of 16 in the current tier of raiding content, finally pushing through the wall that was Blade Lord Tyak. That is infuriating, nail-pulling, nail-biting. I want to gouge my eyes out, gauntlet of tornadoes. We've been working on Garillon for about a week now and still need to perfect the pheromone passing. Apparently, we are all too attractive to one another and can't focus on the boss. Rage Timer finally downed Elegon several weeks ago. Look, I know how you feel, guys. We were stuck on that guy like a piece of gum to a nice dress shoe on a hot sunny day in July, never quite being able to get that thing off with a stick or goo gone or a razor blade. It just never goes away. But congratulations, everybody. We finally pushed through it. I'm glad you guys did too. Kittyagro has finally cleared Mogoshan vaults. Graph to the team and thank you to Desdeny for helping fill in. They are now seven bosses down and going to start working their way through Heart of Fear. I know this is a little bit old, but send in your updates. I'll get them in. Good job, guys, and congratulations. I'm so excited for my blind date tonight. Oh, I wonder if he looks as good in the picture as he sent me. Well, that must be him. Um, hi, um, these are for you. <coughs> um, I forgot. I have to color my hair tonight. I is she getting a coat? Uh, no, no. Oh, I, 
I guess not. Okay. If looks could kill has cleared all 16 bosses in this tier, downing the Shaw of Anger way back in January. You know, like a month ago. Yeah, I haven't recorded the show in a while due to unforeseen circumstances. So, you know, crap happens. Get over it. Lux Medantum Quietus returned to Transylvania to start the cycle of boss kills in the shadowy forest. Shell, Camiel, Sharam, Squeezel, Tarnish, and Grey, Crimson Bane, and Irani defeated the Buggy Dacian Packrunner. Afterwards, they had a pack of wolves chasing them around, until they all ended up rezzing back at the animal well and meeting back up with the approachable mushroom. Some people still think it's a little smug, though. They're still looking for one steady tank and one steady healer. Check the Secret World section on the forums for information on their schedule. Catchphrase is 6 of 6 in Mogashan Vaults now and 1 of 6 in Heart of Fear. As of a few weeks ago, they were looking for a healer with a DPS off spec. If anyone's interested in trying them out, they can contact Andy, Frosty, or Gurio in-game or on the forums. This is Six, and you can follow the Raid Wrap-Up at AIE Raid Wrap-Up, or me at Epic Diapers. You can submit your Raid Progression and Recruitments to AIE Raid Wrap-Up at gmail.com, or search for Raid Wrap-Up in the AIE forums on Frog Pants. Ready, aim, what? This is Hunter Talk. I am Johnny Feisty, the Hunting Hunter, with tips to make your hunter hunterific. This week's topic is surprise interview guests. Joining me as often is everyone's favorite Dragonhawk co-host, Flappy. Hey, Flappy. So, you may have heard, Blizzard is sending devs all across the podcasting landscape to talk shop with podcasters. I wasn't sure how this affected me until Flappy told me he met one of the community managers in Vegas this winter. Yeah. His name was what again? Oh, right. Kyvax. So, anywho, this Kyvax fellow has supposedly helped Flappy set up a special interview with one of the top developers on the World of Warcraft team at Blizzard. But Flappy won't tell me who it is. Well, why should I guess? Just tell me and let's get it over with. Fine. Tom Chilton? Corey Stockton? Dave Kozak? Uh, do I have to guess everyone? Flappy, this is ridiculous. Can't you just tell me who it is? We don't have much time left. Oh, is that my phone? Uh, oh, no. Old man Donald's... Get, get off my phone. What are you doing? Flap, Flappy, go get my phone back. Oh, come on. All right, fine. Thanks for listening to Hunter Talk. Big ups to Flappy. J-O-H-N-N-Y-F-E-I-S-T-Y because he likes you. And there we have episode 137 of the AIE podcast. Thanks to Lewis and Hoots for joining us to talk about their spreadships in Eve. Next week, I believe we're going to be chatting with the folks in WoW, and I hope you'll join us then. We'd love some ratings and reviews in iTunes if you get a chance. Either way, thanks for listening. Audio program so good, it's like you're there!